Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Spartan 160 EN podcast, number uh, 121, talking about the big win against uh, Braga uh, over the weekend. But let me go straight to the panel, starting off with my man Sam. Sam, how's it going, bro? Yeah, it's been going good. Uh, sporting, playing well. Um, can't ask for much more. Um, just going to take this moment to plug that I was on um, a good friend of mine podcast the other day. Um, Cortelinius, um, can view it on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music. Um, I've retweeted it on the sporting page and my personal page. So if you want to give that a listen, talk about sporting, Porto Benfica, just the game week in general. So if you do have time, please check it out. But yeah, I'm, I'm great, man. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, also joined by Christian. Christian, how's it going, bro? It's going good, dude. I mean, we had another tough game against Braga. We keep pulling out results. So specifically against Braga, I mean, if you're going to completely finance their project, right, you got to make them your bitch. So they're our bitch, right? They used to be Benfica B. They might be transitioning to Sporting B at this point, if we're if we're being real here. So good win against Sporting B. And, uh, yeah, let's keep it rolling. Facts. Facts. Let's go. Uh, let's jump straight into the Twitter questions, as always. Uh, let me just pull it up here, starting off with uh, our boy Richard Nevs at Richard underscore N7. Um, he asks, since you, uh, since you sort of touched on it a little last week, do we think the issue slash relationship with the club and the clocks will ever be resolved? Uh, what sort of solution do we see them coming to, if ever? It's a good question. I'll ask both of you that, but uh, Chris, I'll start with you, dude. Uh, do I think it ever will be resolved? I think it will be resolved one day. I mean, it has to be resolved one day. Will it be resolved by this administration? I don't know. I I truly don't know. I think a good way to start would be to make a statement against the Cartel de Adeptu. Uh, to, you know, publicly come out against that would be a step in the right direction. Something very simple that they can do. They probably won't even do that. Um, and I would say that that is just like, if you want to do something to change the direction of things, here's a simple thing that you can do. Put out one press release tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I mean, th I, that's what I would say to them. And I don't think that they would do, ever do that or consider doing that. So yeah, I, I think that we'll see. I think that the direction of the Carton, the Adeptu thing is going to be the direction that this goes in. If they keep trying to insist that it's going to happen and it keeps being like empty, even as we hit like eighty percent vaccination, the stadiums fill up completely. Like, I think it is going to come to a head. It's we're, we we haven't seen anything yet, basically, as far as like the 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 like the the height of like the protest against it, basically, and like the pressure that will be put on them to to disband it. How about you, Sam? Yeah, I mean, pretty much Chris hit it nail on the head there. I'm just going to not gonna piggyback too much off it, but I think from both sides needs to be a bit more of maturity and a bit more just like looking to look past it because I feel like there's a bit of resentment on both sides between each other. I think at one point they've just both got a, a agreed to a, a solution. I, I'm not sure what that solution would be, but I think it's going to take both sides to have a bit more maturity and and talk about it and hopefully get get a resolution because we just want fans of the stadium and we want them to cheer on our our boys and so hopefully they do come up with a resolution yeah facts agreed agreed uh next question comes in from uh our girl lauren at lauren you know 
Uh, she asks, how good do you think Mateusz Nunes can become? His performances uh, seem to have gone up a level so far this season. Do you think Jovan can keep up uh, his current form or will he drop off soon? Sam, I'll, I'll give those two to you, dude. Yeah, I, I watched the latest podcast today, um, the one you did last week, and Chris made a good point where he said Mateusz Nunes pretty much just goes like that. Um, and I, I agree. Every time he, he plays a big game or starts a big game, I've been impressed. How far can he go? If he continues to put the work in and continues to play as he does, then there's there's no doubt that I can see him playing for a quote-unquote uh, bigger team than, than Sporting. Um, hopefully he's, he gets called up to the national team one day and if he carries on, um, I, I can't see why not unless, you know, Jean-Mario. And- national team's fighting over him, bro. Yeah. Brazil can still try to call him, you know. If Portugal's yeah. playing the oh, if Portugal's be playing politics and stuff and not calling him because he's at Sporting or whatever, I mean Brazil could try to pull a savage one, right? We've done that with a few players. That Alan, who now plays for Everton, played for Napoli, could have played for us, but we held out so long that he just went. I think Brazil called him, but um, yeah, I, I think he can go to the very top. And the question on Jovan, I mean, me and Chris and Danny have said it many, many times that he's probably the most inconsistent player we have. He'll have one really yeah. great game last season. That was against Porto where he scored two. I remember the next game he started was absolute. He was really bad. I just hope he changes. But for now, I hate being negative. But until he proves me otherwise, then then I think it's going to be same old Javon, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But so far, so good, man. Like I he, did come th- he did come through in a critical moment this this past weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, next question comes in from our boy Rick at RGM two six eleven. Um, he asks, "Who is the one addition we would like to see added to the team?" Chris, what do you think? One addition. Uh, I mean. I'm pretty set with the team right now. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'd ra- I let's just say I would I'd rather, rather keep Mateus than add some like striker that they get from like Agreed. the Portuguese league and pay overpay for. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Sam, do you have an addition you want to add to the team, maybe? I just think we still need a backup striker. Even if we get one on loan from somewhere, I'll be happy. But I don't, to be honest, I don't want to pay what Portuguese want for Beto at the moment. Um, I feel like they pr- probably get better options um, for cheaper. Even someone on loan, like I said, from like in Italy or Spain, even England, I think is needed just just for that um, backup for Paulinho because Paulinho seemed to nailed it down, and to his credit, it's been all right so far. I don't know how they can't just get yeah, – this is actually a situation where just getting, like, maybe a, a loan from, from a, big, a top five league or a top three league actually, like, makes sense because it, you don't necessarily have to play him. He doesn't have to start. There's no pressure on him. If he just sits there and does nothing because you don't need him, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, all it cost you was a split of salary maybe. So it's like – Fuck it, right? Yannick Balassi is a free agent, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he could play up top. I was told he could play up top. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the last dance of Balassi. Yeah. We were sold a dream, boys. <laughs> um, 
Next question comes in from uh, our boy Alexander Hartle at Lex underscore Hartel. Um, do you think we will see more new players after the Virginia deal? Uh, and also it kind of relates, so I'll ask uh, new news at the same time since it hasn't been official yet. Uh, oh, actually, never mind. Uh, I thought it was headed in a different direction. So we'll, we'll just answer uh, Hartle's. Um, after Virginia, who do you think, uh, I guess, any new players? I guess it's the same thing, right? Do you guys think of a new like uh, a new player will come? Marcus Edwards is still being flirted with us. Um, trying to think of other rumors, but it hasn't been too many. I'm saying no. I don't, I don't think there's any more. Like you said, there's not been a, a strong rumor. Marcus Edwards, unless it's reported by record, then I'm not going to believe it, and I don't think it has. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think we're done. Uh, bar like a major injury in the next few games, uh, then maybe. But I, I think we're done for now yeah i agree i agree and then yeah for the last question uh with nunu gabriel since it hasn't been official yet the virginia deal who do you think will assume the backup spot in max's place um we can definitely talk about the virginia deal now as well but uh if not virginia who else would it be andre paul by default <laughs> probably diego kalai as well i think so virginia will not play be sad on Saturday. They're going to need to come up with a backup on for Saturday. So who do you It'll think? It'll probably be Andre Paolo. Yeah. Right, I'm going to be honest with you. I'll ask your guys' opinion on, on the deal since we're on here. I'm shocked that we're even getting another keeper, especially for a $5 million buy. Well, like, yo, 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 wait, buy? I saw a 3.5, and then I saw a 5. And then I saw 5, though. Then I saw 5. Which one is it? I guess we'll, we'll find out maybe – I thought he was supposed to announce today. Maybe we'll is it find a con out. conversion between pounds and euros? Is that and like oh, maybe, maybe? But wouldn't it be less then? Wouldn't three point five million euros be like two point nine? Maybe it was three point five million oh, yeah. pounds. Oh, but even if, still, that seems pretty if it was three point five million pounds, it might be five million euros. Yeah, dude, like that's a joke, dude. It's <laughs> not worth it at all. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. We just saw. Okay, I understand why even we saw Max. Even we if need he to sell somebody. Half, let's just say he plays half the season somehow, and he's okay. That I like. I don't see that being worth it. And there's no shot he plays like he plays like four games, maybe. You know. And it's such a weird it, signing because he's a backup keeper anyway. It's not like we're getting someone who's yeah. got consistent minutes. Say like someone like if we got someone like a Dan, like an older keeper, more experienced. Like, I mean, the deal doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Or even a Portuguese league keeper. Like, that guy, Samuel Portugal. Like, he's a, he's starting right now, you know? Like, and then he would come to be the backup. Yeah. Like, we're signing, like, a backup slash third string to be in a backup again. With a fat and, buyout. And Samuel Portugal will at least weaken, like, our direct rivals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, yeah. Virginia, like, if anything, we're just, like, doing Everton a favor for now for them to maybe buy Mateus Nunes and, like, January instead or some shit. Yeah, like that. I don't know. But another thing I don't understand is we're selling Max because we need to sell. Fair enough. Why are we buying a backup keeper for more or less the same price? Like that doesn't. That, that doesn't I just sense. I don't think I don't think do you, what percent chance do you think that they, that like if, but Hugo thinks he's actually going to activate that clause because if it's more than like twenty percent then that deal with Max makes no sense then because you would just basically be breaking even, right? Mm. 
it's, it's a weird deal because even Everton fans don't rate Jovagini that much. He's like the third choice keeper. I think he went on loan to Reading last season and was pretty poor by all accounts. So I, re I really have no idea why he's, why he's here, to be honest. But I don't think he's getting activated anyway, the, the buying clause. Yeah, I agree. I mean, let's just uh, hope nothing happens to Adan, man. I mean, he played a lot last – I mean, this guy had – this guy in like th the previous three seasons put together like four matches, and then he last season he plays like like thirty two or thirty four or something whatever. I don't like it's a lot of fucking games for a dude that that it, it had been averaging like two games a season. So wow. if he does it again, I would. He's getting older. He's like thirty four, right? I don't want him to get hurt, but like. Obviously, it's more of a possibility than with a younger keeper. So it's like this guy could be critical for Sporting's title defense in the end, you know. And uh, who knows how good he actually is? I guess we'll find out. He has very limited minutes as well over the last couple seasons, just because of his positioning as like a backup in between like the reserves and the first team. He's like not really playing for either, you know. Who is Everton's starting keeper, by the way? I'm forgetting. Was it Steckelford? The, the, Jordan Pickford. The, the England goalie. Pickford, yeah. Right, of course. And they just and signed... Um, Begovic, just the backup. Begovic, yeah, who from, from Bournemouth, who got relegated, mm -hmm. right? Or, or they yeah. Or they got relegated two years, two years ago, but he's been like, yeah. such an experienced Premier League keeper that it, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, there's like... He's frozen yeah. out now. Like He was getting, he was getting like bench time last season because he was like the backup, but he wouldn't even get that this year there. Canadian, uh, he was he's raised in Canada, by the way. Begovic, shout out to my boy. Shout out really, to dude, you guys I missed out on one, bro. No, nah, but yeah, we did, yeah. But we have a sick keeper. He plays for Bosnia, the national team, right? He was born there, and then I think he moved to Calgary at like four or five, so he could have <laughs> played for Canada. He has actually, in fact, he did play for Canada for the youth levels. Actually, one fact. Damn, bro, the one that got away. The one that got well, whatever. We have Milan Borhan, bro, who's killing it for fucking Red Star Belgrade. Anyways, I was looking up fucking Joan Virginia right now. Uh, Look at those I was stats, thinking, bro. Look at those horrible stats, dog. Horrible. He played one game <laughs> against Burnley, 40, 47 minutes. I the picture gets sent off or some shit. <laughs> and then he played, bro. They threw him in for a Manchester City like FA Cup game where they lost two nothing. They beat Salford in the AFL Cup three nothing with him in that. He probably didn't reach the uh, goal the other team. All, exactly. And this is all U23 games. He has a, a games. good CV, though. He's like, uh, Everton, Arsenal, I think he started being Fika. He always like, started for mm -hmm. the under-21s. Always. Even when I didn't think he was the better keeper, he would always start for the under-21s. Like, yeah. who's this guy's dad? <laughs> I was even looking at the... I was looking at his agency. Like, maybe it's George Minge. Maybe that can explain anything. But he's with, like... It's called Wasserman. Like, they have, like... Uh, uh, who was it? Like Varane and stuff like that. I just had it up. Yeah, who knows, man? Who knows what we are getting here? It's the surprise deal. Sorry, they have like Laporte or R. Well, they have Rafael Guerreiro. I mean, Giovanni Reina. I don't know, bro. Like, anyways, like I thought something would be able to explain it here on transfer yeah. market. But nothing. Like, uh, it's a weird one. Uh, again, I don't, I don't quite get it. I don't, I don't get why we're in for him when we're selling our backup, but. It is what it is. Um, let's jump right into the game, and then we'll talk uh, more about transfers in a little bit. Um, let me pull it up here. Sporting, of course, with a big 2-1 win away from home against Braga. Uh, Shout-out to our guy, Dave Pereira. Um, 
big Braga fan. Much love to the guy. Um, our starting 11 was as followed. We had a Danenet, Inasiu, Quats, Fadal, Isgayu, and Vinagre. In the midfield was Mateus Nunes, Pelinha, Pot, Jovan, and Paulinho up front. Um, we had substitutions of uh, Nuno Santos, Mateus Reis, who came on and came right back off. Uh, Tiago Tomás, Poru, and Ugarte with his debut. A uh, little five-minute debut. And then uh, Braga had... Uh, Mateus Jeanette, Mateus Magalhães, they had Paulo Oliveira, Juan Silva, Tormen in the back line, Galeno and Fabiano uh, at the wing-back position, Franz Sergio playing his last game for Braga, Almustari in the midfield as well, Fabio Martins, Abel Ruiz and Paizan on up front, and then substitutions of André Horta, Mario Gonzalez, Yuri, uh, Rui Font and Roger, the 15-year-old. Um, Sam, I'll start off with you. What were your thoughts on this game? First of all, Fabio Martins was was playing FIFA Street or something. Like he was Rabonas and like flip, all these like fancy flicks. But um, in in the game, right? I thought up until up until the sending off, we dominated them. I, I didn't see a lot from them at all. Um, but then Matthias Rice does something stupid. He, I think he kicked the ball away to get his first yellow, and then a stupid challenge to get his a second. Like, I mean, I don't understand why, again, Ruben Amorim just obsessed with just picking him, putting him in. Like, I know Nuno Mendes is injured and, like, and uh, Vinagre has not had a full preseason, but I, I just just don't get it. But, um, yeah, Braga didn't worry me at all until um, the sending off. Um, I thought Pot was was great. That, that second goal was fantastic build-up play. Fantastic finish. Um, Jovan, like we mentioned earlier, with a great header. Pro uh, that was probably one of the, the best goals um, in terms of importance that he scored for us. But in, in terms of everything, I thought it was a good game for, for us. We looked confident on the ball. Um, Coates, I, th I thought, was his, his old self. Inacio, for their goal, I thought could have done a bit better. Um, but again... I just I feel like Matthews Rice has let us down big time there. It could have been so much worse than it was because they they were just killing us as soon as he got sent off. I don't remember the time we got out of our half since then. And I will say for Braga, Roger Fernandez is it Roger Fernandez um, was so. was fantastic for them uh, being 16, 15, however however old he is, uh, broke Dario Asuga's record for the youngest player in Liga Buin, but. Um, Braga, Not Braga. long until Amorim puts a 13-year-old in. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, Braga have made good signings, but I don't know what it is for them. And I believe that's five straight wins we have since Amorim's taken over, over Braga, which is a, a really good sign. Um, I think if the way we play in the first two games... I'm confident for for the next few weeks, at least until that Porto game. But I'm very impressed um, with pretty much the whole team, bar Matus Rice. Ugarte, I feel like, was thrown in, and I felt a bit sorry for him. He was thrown in a man down already. Probably wasn't easy for him. I know Amarim apologised in the, the post-game press conference for putting him in. But, I mean, that that's life for him, really. But, um, yeah, a great performance. Um, shame about the sending off, but really really impressed with sporting agreed agreed how about you chris yeah yeah i also thought it was um i thought it was a dominating performance not in so much the sense that like 
we, you know, I didn't, I don't think we, we had, we, we definitely didn't even have more shots or possession than them, but I felt confident in it. Like I thought Adan definitely did make some clutch saves. And I think that if some things go the way that they don't, like if a few things did go change differently, we, we could easily have lost this game. Um, who was that belter at the end? Um, Adan does make like a good save to get his hands behind it. But literally if that shot is anywhere other than where it was, then this is a 2-2 game, even with everything else that happens. Um, Jovan's header, like, that's a very, very difficult finish. Um, this dude missed, like, four, at least four opportunities, including a PK, that were much more easier to finish last week. And today in this game, and against a harder opponent, puts in, you know, a fading away side of the head uh, header. Uh, right, right before half. So <laughs> it's like I, I also like didn't think that he was incredible for most of that half, and then he does that. So I mean, that's just the Jovan, the Jovan factor. He just literally always has a game breaker on him. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I guess just like shouting out individual performances. I thought that Vinagre was was pretty poor again, and I think that's probably the reason why he pulled him off. Uh, but it's like, we actually, I mean, to be fair to Mateus Reyes, he did in like the 15 minutes he played before he got sent off. He wasn't playing as bad as I've seen him play in other games. I think we put in the group yeah, chat that he yeah. was playing like his best yeah, ever. Yeah, he's playing ever. pretty. He definitely ever. said that too, yeah. He's definitely, literally, oh. he's better, he was better in the wing back, I think probably than the center back because there, you know, there's a, there's a line of defense behind him if he fucks it up. But, I mean, let's just recall his first booking. He takes a massive first touch, try and, like, like loses his footing trying to get to it, falls on his face. The other player gets the ball, and he just grabs him back, grabs the ball. Like, he's not even booked for grabbing the, the player and the foul. Grabs the ball and just chucks it in the air. That's how he gets the first yellow. And the but second yellow. I was yellow. screaming at him as well, by the way. That. It was yeah. really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second yellow, we already know he's just he's just clumsy and late, whatever. And uh, yeah, that was like his like twenty eight minutes or however long he lasted out there. I mean, if that doesn't put him in the doghouse with Emmanuel, then nothing will, man. Nothing will put him in the doghouse. <laughs> he's not an option next game, guaranteed at least. But if that doesn't put him in the doghouse, then we're stuck with him forever. Uh. Again, another, you know, yeah, I think you said Kowatz is back to his old self. Agreed. Kowatz had done uh, immense back there. Um, looking back on the Braga goal, Inacio looks pretty bad in the, in the, in the photograph, as they say. Um, should probably go with his head. Tries to do, like, a weird acrobatic, like, kick and just Braga player just comes in and just easily heads it in. Um, I think it was Abel Ruiz. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, after the red, it, it was, it was frenetic and they were, they were, they were on us and, uh, we, we got out of there, but we play Braga recently, man, since we have Amoni, we just, uh, we can't lose against them. So it's just, it's just tough to be Braga, man. No matter what these guys do, they just can't, they just can't get one past us. Facts. Um, I was going to ask, uh, I mean, Sam, clear, clear, good double yellow on, on, 
on Matilda Reyes, or do you think at least the first one is a little harsh? Nah, it was deserved. You can't be doing that in in such a big game. Um, like, I mean, uh, the second one, if he was on, if he wasn't on the other card, then I'd say fair enough. It's like a tactical foul. But when you're on a sec, when you're already on the yellow, then yeah, it's just clumsy. But yeah, the referee, I think the referee was really good in this game. Actually, um, I, I had nothing to really complain about on on his side. But um, yeah, definitely deserved second yellow. And first, I yeah, yeah, sorry, I agree too. I, I just think uh, the only thing, the only criticism criticism I have on the referee was that Pot got literally the same foul happened to him maybe 10 15 minutes prior, and ref waved it off like, okay, here's the foul, but no yellow card against him. That's the only like annoying thing about that. But I agree, a clear yellow on that. Um, I was gonna ask who was, was the uh, you, fuck, yeah, yeah. who was it? Um, Galenu, maybe. Who was the one that was losing their head because they thought that they kept Galena. getting fouled? Galena was yeah, yeah, for pissed. sure. Galena. <laughs> dude, it was so funny watching him freak out, dude. And then the last one that he was really freaking out about, he was like, I think he was trying to get a PK or something. Just nothing. It was outside the box too. Right? Yeah, or whatever it was. He was like, it was either gonna be a dangerous free kick or a PK. Just absolutely yeah. nothing in it, dude. Nothing in it though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also like the. Did you also see like? The one, the one play where uh, it was Inasu. He made like a beautiful, like little play in the middle, and then he passed it out to Pot. Pot, Pot. I guess he didn't realize there was somebody around him, and he just showed too much of the ball. And then Galenu came in and cut it off for a Spartan corner. And Galenu was talking. It seemed like he was talking shit to Pot immediately after. Fuck that guy, bro. I would love Galenu <laughs> on the team. Don't get me wrong, but fuck that guy. One little, one little defensive play he makes, and he's already like chatting shit to fucking the top goal scorer. Like, how dare you? How Every dare time you? he's played against us, though, especially when Emory's took over, he's not, he's not been good. But I, I do rate him as a player. But I don't know what it is. But against us, he's just not not very good. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Uh, but honestly, if we're gonna put by get another player from Braga, if it's not Galenu, like close up some boys. Um, the other question I was going to ask was, uh, again, similar to what we had, uh, to what we spoke about last week, uh, Ishgayu and Bodo. I think Ishgayu had another great game. Um, a beautiful cross to, to, to Jovan. Guy just took a touch and, like, basically got it right to Jovan's head. Um, seems like Bodo's been back in training. I mean, he did get subbed on. Uh, what do you say next game? Ishgayu or Bodo on that right? I'll, I'll start with you, Chris. <laughs> Uh, maybe it might be an opportunity to, to put Poro in just to, for the sake of squad rotation. Uh, I mean, to be sad at home, like, I think you, you got to be able to take care of that. So, yeah. yeah, I think it might be a good game just to, cause like, there's nothing like, I think that there's a, there's a scenario where like you work out a plan for them to both play. Um, and if anything, you give uh, as Gaio some minutes, maybe on the other side, or yeah. even it, like in on the uh, on the wing or something. So yeah, I just think they need to make like a schedule. Basically, it's like uh, when you know you have two good goalies, you just kind of like, all right, who's going to play the first half? Who's going to play the second half? Like, what's more important? Like they just literally need to figure out a schedule because uh, keep out both their values high, keep them both happy. You know. I'd agree. I'd agree. How about you, Sam? 
for now, I say leave it as it is and don't broke with uh, don't fix what isn't broke. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I would say I agree with Chris. Vinagre is the most likely one to come off due to like fatigues, like still not fully fit. Bring either Poro or as guy on that side, um, and just just see how it goes. You know, as guy can also play on the wing. Um, so if if we take off a winger, move as guy up and bring Poro in. But I, I think for now, just 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 keep it as it is. Yeah, I, I actually agree. If anything, I agree with well, both of you, really. Izgayu you maybe on the left, because Vinag's last two games haven't been too great. Poto on the right, but I agree. Keep Izgayu in for now. Yeah, and um, keep, keep Vinag's games down. Like, there's no need to be yeah. working him closer to that clause for no reason. The clause that, as I tweeted and no one saw, no one knows what the amount of games is. Is it 20? Is it 25? Is it 30? I have no idea what it is. He's already at two very early. Yeah. Nunemans is still on the team. Let's keep those games down, boys. Let's keep those games down. Let's play Esgayo <laughs> on the left. I, I mean, it, I'm pretty much too late for, for Nunemans to come in this game. He just trained today, right? With limitations, yes. yeah, I think. With limitations, even though. This, this guy, dude, he was supposed to be out for one, for like four days. It's been like three games, dude. It's made of glass. Yeah. Maybe maybe we're protecting anytime him from the they report, Anytime they report a new men's injury in the press, they are lying. <laughs> <laughs> he would just be – It's actually, he doesn't even need to miss this one game. We're holding him out of this one game as a precaution. He will definitely be back next week. That's what they said. Just a complete lie. <laughs> I can't think of anything else that really happened in this game to talk about. The only other thing that I, again, want to mention, because I want to talk more about the fans this year, uh, seeing as they're back in the stadium. Another another conflict between uh, – this time it seems like it came more from the Braga side than the Spartan side. But what do you guys make of this uh, little uh, scrap that the that the <laughs> Spartan and Braga fans had when it went 2 nothing up? I just can't be- – dude, like, it's – it's honestly like a meme of Portugal, right? Like, and the Cartão de Adepto, because like, basically, <laughs> like you could say like uh, the like the elites of the Portuguese league and the people that like make these roles and type of stuff. They look down on like ultras and stuff like that as like dirty and like violent and like you know drugs and alcohol, like gross, whatever, whatever else they like. Uh, generalized and like stereotype and the, and and they would say like the people who sit in like the boxes and the business suites and like the padded seats in central like these people are people of class but that's exactly where this fight goes down it's literally like nice braga seats <laughs> and like a box that has sporting fans in it so these are all presumably people with pretty nice fucking seats so I think that that's why the story is very underreported because it's very like inconvenient based on those details. Like if there was a, if there was even a scrap in the normal seats of like literally any other circumstance between Bragg and sporting fans, I'm pretty sure that would be like the story like of the week. You know, it'd be yeah, it'd be it'd be like this story was like one article Monday. That's it, like gone. And on the fucking broadcast, they don't even show it. They just talk about it. They're like. We've got some some scrapping amongst the fans, and they literally didn't even show it. They just said it was happening, and I was like, "Oh, what does that mean?" Like, 
kind of weird. That's kind of crazy. Like, because I, I did see that there was some sporting fans there, like, by way of, like, buying tickets through Braga fans that they know, or, like, I, I don't know fucking know how they got tickets, and they all went to, like, one section. Look, there's a handful of them. I, like, assumed it was them. Literally, it wasn't even them. Dude, like, that, that story is very inconvenient for the, the people that push Carton the Adepti. I'll just say that. I'll end it with that. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, all right, Sam, man of the match. I'm going to give it to Matthews Nunes. I was close to giving it to Adan, but um, I think Matthews Nunes had one of those sort of under-the-radar performances. But if you look at the stats, like, he, he ran the most, um, had a lot of completed passes, had a lot of... Um, uh, tackles, I think he's sort of like the hidden gem, and I think he does stuff that John Murray didn't do last year. Yeah. And I, th I think he's just like Chris said last week, just going to keep going up and up and up. Hopefully, we keep him. If not, I, I understand if he wants to go because it, it's a big opportunity for him. But you know, Yo, fair enough. we've got breaking news in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> breaking is it really? Yo, I was actually on, looking that up. <laughs> it's on recorded, bro. It's fucking oh, over, it's dude. Let's exactly. go. <laughs> New Adel Rami replacement. Who wow, is in charge crazy. of their finances, bro? Do they need <laughs> to Are they taking that 1.4 million euro salary too? Let me see. I'm reading the Zogo card these. <laughs> That's awesome. That is fucking awesome, dude. But the thing is, it's like if he plays, he's like, like if he plays against like Porto or Benfica, like he's that is such a liability, you know, for looking for those our rivals to drop points. Like it'll never happen if he's on the field. <laughs> but hey, you never know, dude. He might score like a header. We can freak out in one of these games. <laughs> To be fair, that crappy Bovista team with Adil Rami beat Benfica 3-0. So, True. They beat Blasters 3-0 this weekend. I was not expecting that. Yeah, I mean, well, good luck to him, I guess. Yeah. Shout out to, to Johnny Signero for giving us the breaking news. That's breaking electric. News, man. That's electric, man. <laughs> yeah, anyway, my two snooze, man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> agreed, agreed. How about, how about you, Chris? Uh, I'm going to give it to a Dan. I'm gonna give it to Adan. I think that the save maybe on the uh, on the on the um, the Mateus there no the Fabio Martinez Rabona might be one for the cameras in the end, but you don't want you don't want the guy to score Rabona on you. So I understand the need to just fucking just get that shit the fuck out and by any means. Swat at it. Just no one's scoring a Rabona on you. Absolutely not. And he made some big saves down the stretch. So I'm gonna give it to Adan. Pretty sure he got yeah. a yellow too for time wasting. Is that two already this season? That is two. That is okay. two. Worth noting. Worth, worth noting. He's played three games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, Jordan giving it to Jalvan. I think that's a great shout. Goal and assist. Uh, I was gonna also. I, I yeah. I'll give it also to Adan. But Matilz Nunes was immense, man. I fucking love Matilz Nunes. Um, and it was what he's been bringing to the team. Let's talk some transfers. Um, Sporadic going to Middlesbrough. Uh, Sam, I'll start with you, but I'll ask you as well, Chris. Uh, what do we make of that move? 8.5 option to buy. Mandatory. If. Mandatory. Oh, okay. That's if, cool. if, if he hits the clauses. 
and the clause is what 15 goals and a promotion which is yeah. definitely not easy to come by but um... it's, it's gonna be by it, like it'll be by way of the playoff but it'll be electric if they're in the playoffs and all the sporting fans are like watching the middlesbrough really? in the playoff <laughs> like he follows in the footsteps of Balassi and Rochenbach, you know. Club <laughs> legends. But um, yeah, but, um I th- I generally think Spora is a good striker. I just think he's a bad fit for the Portuguese league. If you look at what he did in the Europa League, he was the top scorer as as we signed him. One, he had interest from Celtic and Rangers, which I mean, I I think he probably should have gone there. But um, I I genuinely think he's a good striker. I don't think this is the best move for him either. Championship's quite a competitive league, and you know Neil Warnock isn't the most exciting has, has the most exciting play style to say the least. But um, just get the job done type shit. I feel like <laughs> yeah, that, that is pretty much that's his like career motto. But, I mean, good luck to him. Like, I mean, he deserves the chance. I, I think he's been sort of treated unfairly by Amorim. Um, didn't really get a chance to have a full season under him, but you know, he, good good luck to him. I, I hope he does well. How about you, Chris? Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's a very in- intriguing move. I, as some of you may know, I love this championship, so I'm intrigued to see Sportad. I think he's got the body and like the physique to be a good championship striker. Just bang bodies with some of these center backs and just like. Just muscle your way to goal. So a lot of these games are high scoring too. So I, I think there's opportunity there for him. 15 goals is a lot to ask. I mean, that's basically means he's having a hell of a season and he's like presumably their leading scorer. And I would that would probably put him like top five in the in the in the in the division, I would say, probably, maybe like top eight. Um, so that'd be a pretty fucking good season. And if hey, let's just say he has 13, they make the playoffs and don't get promoted. Maybe they activate that clause anyways because they still think he's pretty good. Who knows? Um, but yeah, yeah. I guess all we can do is is root for Middlesbrough and and hope that Spurdog gets as many minutes as possible to try to score as many goals as possible. And uh, we'll be we'll be tracking it closely for sure and, and be updating you guys as as we get as as the Middlesbrough news comes in. <laughs> facts, facts. Another uh, little rumor here. I don't know if he's a free agent. That's what Philippe Paris is saying. He's only a free I, I agent. They just chopped him loose. I don't exactly. think it was I did far. say they're they're willing to sell him because of. Did you see play. what they did with their centre back Marcelo? He had one bad game and it was a three 0 loss, and they rescinded his contract after the game because he played so bad that like if, really? if, if that happened to sporting in 2019 we'd have no players left like two games dude and then we would have had a terminator yeah exactly <laughs> say one game terminated <laughs> there would have been crazy, a lot of that, one and dones <laughs> that marcelo guy's not bad i didn't realize a three nothing lost Angers to start the season is that horrible for them but yeah i mean he's on the chopping block apparently so um, I mean, if he's a free, I think we'd all agree he'd, he'd come to sport. Like, we'd love him at Spartan. But in, in terms of buying or buying him, are, you, are we on the uh, Slimani uh, train? What, what do you think, Sam? Even if he's a free, talk to me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to be the unpopular guy and say, I, I think we just have to move on. It's not the same Slimani. 
It's not. It's not even two years ago. Monaco Slimani. I just think we need to move on. It it didn't work with Jean Mario last year. It's not worked with Elias before, and you know Joel Pereira come back last year and he was okay. But I think we we literally just need to move on to someone else. If if he comes on a free and he has lower salary and he says, okay, I'll be the backup to Paulinho, or if if he works with Amorim then, okay, I'm willing to give him a chance. But I just don't think... We need a striker, but I don't know if he's... Would Slomani even be an upgrade over Sparar if we kept him as a backup? Not not right now, I I, I, I think. But I I I think it's the style of play, too. It won't benefit us, I don't think. Maybe the and also he's a Bruno Carvalho guy. Like, are we ever? They'll never bring it back a Bruno Carvalho guy, will they? Uh, but I guess Romani kind of was, but he's the academy. Exactly. Juan Pereira was at one point too, if I'm not mistaken. He was yeah. brought he back, back to the club. Zouge. He was brought yeah. back to the club by Bruno Carvalho. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying right now, n- no. Unless unless he reduces his salary, because I think he's still yeah. earning quite a lot at Leon. If if he reduces his salary by a lot and we get him for free, then fine. Even even like I said, a loan would be all right. But I, I don't I don't think I would so. take for him on loan. I would take him on loan. Yeah, but I would not, not pay not any money for him. Yeah, and if he's a if, if, he's if a free, they just raise if they just raise him, then I guess maybe if we could sign him on reasonable wages, I yeah. guess. But yeah, it's definitely not my first choice option. But if it gets them to sign a striker. Uh, I've been telling them that we've been saying to sign a striker or have more than two strikers on your roster for like three years and they won't do it. So Agreed. if they want to try to do this to like get all the fans on their side or something, I don't even care. Just sign a striker. <laughs> I agree. I agree. What do you guys think of Nani? Would, would you want him back home? Killing it for MLS though. Dude, he's too good to come back. I feel like. Too good. He's too good for us now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that bridge has been burnt a long time ago. Yeah. Unless the new administration, but um, I mean, I would love to see him back. But at the same time, only if he comes to be a star. I don't want to. I don't want to have him back him... for like a retirement tour. I wouldn't he mind would... that, but like same he thing with money reduced wages. He can play yeah. still. He, I can see him going back to Europe, but. Like what? What? Like what league could you guys see him going to outside of Portugal if he was going to go back now for a retirement tour? Maybe like back to Italy. Do you think? Yeah, maybe like a smaller Italian team. I was just maybe, thinking maybe a Scottish really team. See. I was thinking like a Monaco, like a, like a maybe a French, a French team. team. Yeah. yeah. I, like I don't really know if there's any or even like Spain. go to China get another payday just. Just go for it, man. Just, just. I think so. I think he'll retire. He's like top five. He's like top five in MLS. To be honest, yeah. salary wise, he's like at like seven point five mil a year, I think. And Florida taxes are. I, I don't even. Think state, I don't think there is a state income tax. So my guy, my guy's in a pretty good fucking situation financially. I'll say that much. <laughs> and I think it's better for him to just stay there, anyways. Yeah, he's tearing um, it up. He's gonna become like one of the faces of the league, I think, if he stays. He already is, but like he can really become one if he plays, you know, two or three seasons, you know. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, I, we, we, we slightly talked about it, but we didn't necessarily fully talk about it. What do you guys make of the uh, Max to Granada deal? Uh, $5 million or was it 4.5 with 4.5 with that bonus option or opportunity? Fair enough. So, so Chris, what do, you, what do you make of uh, Max going there? I mean, I think it's the best move for Max's career, probably. I, I mean, it seems like he's going to start. I don't know yeah. for sure, but it seems like he is. It seems like he's on a path to start. So starting for a La Liga team is better than sitting on the bench for sporting. So, like, that's a La Liga a team that made Europa League, by the way, yeah. too. That's just a fact. It's just I, for his career, um, he's probably getting a pay increase. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's the best move for his career. As far as for sporting... I mean, for sporting, you can make an argument that it's pretty pointless, especially when you consider, like, the Virginia deal and, like, the option to buy price and, like, the price that you're selling Max for. It's like, I mean, Virginia always started over Max on the under-21s and, like, under-19s. And it's like, I, like, is Virginia better than Max? I, I don't think he is. He might be. I guess we'll find out maybe. But, yeah, I mean... As far as from Max's perspective, I understand completely. As far as Sporting's perspective, I think it's just kind of – it's just bad timing, really, you know. Like, we have a good veteran who's in his twilight years, so we're just going to basically ride him to the wheel fall off. Um, you know, you're here. You've been a loyal servant. You're quality. But for now, you know, there's just not an opportunity. It's like, you know, it's like, you know – if you, you have a, a really good goalie in one class and then a really good goalie, the one the class underneath of him, you know? It's like mm -hmm. the, 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 the kid that's also really good only gets to play really when he's a senior, you know, because this whole time he's had this other really good goalie ahead of him. So it's like just basically unlucky for Max. For sporting, it's like it's a pretty decent payday for a player that hasn't played too much that you've developed. Five mil, I mean, that's a it's a reasonable – I think that's a – or four and a half, I think that's like a reasonable – price for 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 max right now um like i think it's if anything like a slight overvaluation uh, of his of his value at this moment so yeah i think it just kind of made sense for all parties right now so no one could say no yeah you feel the same way sam yeah i mean like chris said great deal for for every everyone involved i think five million for a player who hasn't played a full season for us, I think, is good business. Um, it's good business for him. If he has national team aspirations, then he definitely has more of a chance at being a starter at Granada, getting there, then back up at Sporting. And, you know, I'd like Chris said, Dan's just, Dan's not being dropped for a while, unless it's for like a Tasta de Liga or Tasta Portugal. But, um, I yeah I I'm I'm sad to see him leave. Daniel Braganza's message to him was was <laughs> had me teary eyed, but um, but yeah I I think he's one of those players that in a few years will be saying people will be saying that he's he's going to be like the how Rui Silva was for Granada and just sort of keep going up until he gets another big move and probably a few national team caps. I hope. He's definitely got the potential. Now he's got the chance to sort of prove himself. And why I, why I didn't really rate him that much in that really bad season we had is not down to him. It's probably down to the defence and the whole tactics we had. I, I don't blame him. 
So, yeah, he's got the potential, but now he just needs to prove it. And I think he's going to do that. And hopefully we get an extra 500000 for it as well. Facts, facts. Uh, yeah, I agree. And especially uh, even not looking like national team, but youth national team, I think now he has a better chance than the deal cost the guy, like, for his backup, because now he's actually getting regular team minutes. So, yeah, man. Porto it's to see him go, the moment, I, I think, by the way, Diogo Costa. I think he's played the last two games for Porto. I think I think he's overtaken. He? I think Mark so. Yeah, I think so. Oh, my bad then. Um, oh, you have it. My bad. I haven't watched too much Porto, to be honest. Uh, aside from that uh, bullshit uh, two centimeter offside. <laughs> yeah, I'm twenty one apparently. Twenty one apparently. Yeah, but they they their goal that they scored was two centimeters or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't get it. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. Um, good shit. Good shit. I'm trying to think of another transfer rumor, guys. Maybe you guys can take it away. I can't think of another one. Maybe that, like like I mentioned the Marcus Edwards thing, but that's just saying that uh, an English team and uh, another team are interested in them. Go ahead, Sam. He's going to stay at Kimmy Race this season. He's not leaving. Um, I think they want too much for him. And last year, he wasn't that good. I mean, I don't see any team taking a gamble on him. Um, I would like to see him at Sporting, don't get me wrong. But for like 10 million, 12 million plus, then I don't see how he's an upgrade on Jovan, you know, Santos, Pot. Or, yeah, I, 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 he's going to stay at uh, Vitoria, I think. Plata's got loan offers. Uh, he already had a couple, but now he got another one uh, from uh, Espanyol. So it has Cadiz and Espanyol, I think. Like, do you think he's going to leave? He should. I he's think not going to play. He hasn't yeah. played. We've got too many wingers. And he just needs to, yeah. to go online. Buchanan front's gone quiet. Yeah, unfortunately. I but thought yeah, there was going to be breaking news. I mean, there still could be news this week, but I haven't heard anything this week because I thought that that game against TFC was his last game, bro. He scores. It's homecoming. He does a backflip. Like yeah. I thought that was just, that was the sign off, bro. But <laughs> no, I, I'm more convinced January, bro. Like New England have a good chance to win the MLS Cup. They'll probably hold on to him until January. I know, dude. They're like ten points clear in the East. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have a they have a really good team, man. Bruce Arenas, man. Guy's a legend. Guy knows how to win a cup, so or the the, the MLS. So he'll probably keep him until January. Then we'll see. Maybe January we can finally fucking get him. That'd be ideal. Um, plot plot the Barcelona boys. <laughs> if they pay us, which they won't, because they can't. <laughs> I uh. I'm going to reveal this this uh, secret information. I got a DM from this random account who told me that Diaby's going to sign for Al Jazeera FC, uh, that his, like, brother works for the, for the club or some shit. I don't even, like, I'm not, like, I'm not even, like, doxing him because I don't even remember his name. It's, like, a random account. So it could be true. It could not be true. But if Diaby signs for Al Jazeera, bro, this random guy in my DMs the other day was right, so... Didn't you send uh you sent like a post in the group chat? Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a, it's like an unsourced tweet from like a Middle East rumors account. But uh but that it didn't have anything to do with that. It was just like separate yeah. than that. But it's not like no haven't haven't seen anything in Portuguese media about it, but like the obvious I mean it's a move that makes sense, right? Because it's like I don't think this guy has any suitors in Europe anymore at this point. Like 
unless he wants to play in like Serbia or something. But you're I, gonna make more money going out there. <laughs> I think Idris Adumbia was linked to Turkey at some point, but I saw a video of him today training with mm-hmm. the new training kit on. Yeah. Integrated into the squad potentially <laughs> B team. Well, like people like Renan aren't even allowed in the training facility, it seems. So I have not seen I never saw a photo of Bataglia in the new gear. I've never seen a photo of Renan in the new gear. Borat. I've never seen Philippe in the new gear. I never saw Sportad in the new gear. Sportad's been in his house, like in or his like nice ass house with the pool, like this whole time. Yeah. I don't even think he's been at the academy. So the fact that Dumbia is there in the Nike kit. Tells me maybe he's going to be on the B team this season. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. It's interesting. It's definitely interesting. It's an interesting development to see him there with the with the kid on, like being photographed, you know? I think, yeah, I'm, I'm with Juice Box here. I think if we can loan out Ilotti, we can definitely loan out Dumbia. Like now all everything's possible now, I think. Dumbia is still quite young though, so I he might not be like full potential. He might he might become good. We probably know. had to pay Boavista the full salary and also <laughs> a fee for them to take him. <laughs> I would I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised. In terms of Dumbia, we should have sold them to that after that preseason friendly against Liverpool. Man, he hasn't been the same since. <laughs> yeah, dude, his, his value peaked in New York City. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but that article uh, in the sun will live on though forever though klopp interested in in top Ivor- ivorian talent <laughs> don't be a play for the olympic <laughs> team as well by the way in yeah and know, like so. improved his value like 10 percent allegedly but he still seems like he has like no offers did uh did ivory bruno also, like bruno Paz. like what's is he alive yeah no, he's going he's going to fulham Apparently, that oh, was the that's rumor. right. Oh. That was the rumor, but then I, I, there was no follow up, yeah. right? I tweeted it on the the sporting account, and I don't think we've had that interaction, that much interaction on a tweet in a while. We had Fulham sources left, right, and center. People from Fulham asking us questions. I was like, I've not seen Bruno Paz that much. He's been in the B team for a lot. <laughs> Craven Cottage army invaded, dude. I saw someone compare him to Dembele, who used to play for Spurs. And I, I honestly don't know if that's a good comparison or not, because I've not, not seen a lot of this. <laughs> I thought like he'd be a good signing for another good sign, like he, he, another guy who I could see doing well in the championship. Um, but like, yeah, it's, it's gone quiet for like a week now since that rumor. I was trying to think, did Marco Silva even play Bruno Page? Was Bruno Page even part of the setup at that point? He's been with us for a while. He was has, he played, uh, has he played a first team game for us yet? No, I don't. Definitely think he has. has. He definitely oh, has. Maybe he has. He's, he's played either under George Zouz or maybe even fucking uh, Mark Silva. To be honest, I did. I do. He's been a, around for a while. Let me see how many games does he have for the main team? At least like a cup game or two. If I'm not mistaken. Was he a Kaiser Bowl legend? <laughs> did, was he a part of the team that lost like 2 0 to like the third division side? <laughs> Alverca? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> he played one Europa League game? I guess too. That's crazy. Interesting. Oh, I guess he hasn't played any. Maybe transfer market isn't really showing any uh, cup games. I'm convinced he's played a cup game, but maybe I'm just thinking of the Europa League. He maybe did come in for Europa League and, uh, with Kaiser, to be honest. Maybe actually, or yeah, it's like did Sia take over that that early? 
Were we already out of the Europa mm. League when CS took over? I think no, we I were. I think so. Did he, did he mm. come in in December? I think. Is that right? Because Kaiser got sacked in September, after. actually. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, he had his Balassi, I remember Balassi saying that he agreed because of Kaiser, and then Kaiser got sacked. And then I think it was CLS until December, then Ponce, and then Amorim. That yeah. Went? yeah. And then they never, and now when he didn't even, because then there was the COVID in there, too. Oh, and then yeah. Amorim just told Hessein Balassi not even to bother coming back. That was so mean. <laughs> 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 he was like, nah, you guys, you guys. We got like there. eight games left. Just enjoy your vacation, lads. <laughs> I'm going to play like yeah, a Kadeshma and like all these kids. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, he played the Europa, uh, Europa League 18, yeah, 18 19. So I guess I would have been Kaiser, Ball, I, I believe. Yeah, no, Kaiser, Kaiser yeah. So there we go. You guys miss Kaiser Ball like Lauren here? <laughs> there was some great moments, man. Dude, wait, is Kaiser the coach of, no, I was gonna say, is Kaiser the coach of Al Jazeera? I think he's the coach of oh my god, <laughs> is he trying to I, sign Diaby, bro? I'm gonna Kaiser Ball was always good in like the first Dude, half, he's the, the coach of Al Jazeera, bro. He's garbage, Kaiser Ball, fucking, if I'm not mistaken, Kaiser Dude, Ball was he's trying against to PSG. sign Diaby, bro. He's trying to sign Diaby. That's crazy to me. <laughs> I mean, he loved Diaby. He would not drop Diaby when he was here. So makes sense. <laughs> that I think I saw a stat the other day that Diaby yeah. scored more goals than I think Jess, Hesse, and Balassi combined. This is really sad. Well, like in his career? <laughs> in, in for sporting, no, I think. Oh, yeah. oh, I, mean, I think Diaby has, has like six. Hesse has one, dude. Hesse has one, dude. How many two, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that one goal from Hesse deserved to be two, bro. Not make the keeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's get off this. Uh, or wait, is there any more chances I can think of? Oh, I had one more question. Uh, Jovan to Portugal. What do you guys think of that? Would you have Jovan playing for Portugal? I personally think he should uh, stick with Cap Verde. I think he'll be a Cap Verdean legend and help them uh, in at least AFCON. I, I don't think he's ever getting called up to to Portugal. We've got so many great wingers. Yeah, it's enough. And even make like the like the the sort of first stages of the the national team like call up. So I don't think it's going to happen. It's tough. It's tough for him. Yeah. Um. Oh, they're a little bit better now, though. Like. Like they, they qualified have, for African Cup yeah. nations, and they never used That's to. That's what I'm saying. They have a couple of players. Yeah, if you play for Cape Verde, it could be uh, it, it could maybe like convince some more players who are like younger to to play for Cape Verde. Um, but yeah, I mean, has he has he played for has he played mm -hmm. for the youth youth level Portugal? Oh, the youth, I don't think so either. I I think he just got citizenship recently. That's why. Okay, he never played for Cape Verde youth either. Let me check. So he's played one game for the senior team in Cup Verde. It might have been a friendly. Let me see. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was a friendly 2 nothing against Luxembourg. They might in October 2018, he announced he was applying for Portuguese uh, nationality. Yeah, mm -hmm. he might get the uh, Funes Mori exception. True. No, if it's a friendly, yeah, you can you can easily get by that. So He wants to play for Portugal, though. 
I yeah. don't know if it's going to happen, though. I guess I he can it, hold yeah, out was... for a little while. He can try for a couple more years. But, yeah. I mean, it's honestly a meme that Fernando Santos is going to call Joel Matias. So it's like, dude, if you see that the selection process is a little bit crooked, then I don't know what you're, like, waiting for, dude. <laughs> Who's he going to drop? If he drops someone like Pot, I'm going to be fuming. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly who he's going to drop. <laughs> if he's going to call him up and not play him, you might as well drop him. Like, <laughs> Well, we know Martinho is a lock anyway. He's always a lock. And William and Danilo are always locked. So it's just the like Ruben Neves, I don't think, like, might replace. I don't know. He's just going to tell Ruben Neves to fuck off. I was going to also ask uh, João Mati or Mateus Nunes, non-bias aside, who do you think, who would you call up at this moment? Forget that he broke our hearts. It, John Mario, to he be is fair. Playing well. He's playing yeah. well. Under George Jesus, he's playing playing well. So I think if I had to choose between them two, I would probably say John Mario at the moment. But I think in a couple of months, it'll be Mateus Nunes. How about you, Chris? stuff i guess i mean it's like if it's like what would fernand sense do it's obviously he's gonna call the guy that he's familiar with you know he's it's gonna be joan Mati. yeah but at the same time joan Mati should have been called up at least this summer over like okay muting had a good game for us but sergio Oliveira, i think sergio oh my god exactly yeah yeah good point though sergio Oliveira had a good season for porto but i'd agree yeah um all right that's it the only other transfer news has nothing to do in terms of our men's soccer team it's just the women's uh what do you guys make of Anna Capita months after signing with PSV reportedly uh leaves and is coming back to Portugal an unnamed team so far family I'm getting worried oh it's family come so what do you what do you think of that Chris that's pretty wild I don't know why we didn't just sign her again like what the fuck <laughs> Like, how much did they bang her, dude? More than we would have been able to? Like, they fucking, they, they find oil or something up there? <laughs> the fuck's going <laughs> on? They're really <laughs> on their women's team, man. I didn't expect it <laughs> if they really come, man. <laughs> but, yeah, that's basically it in terms of transfers. Um, nothing really happened in modalities yet. Season's pretty much. Basketball uh, starts in, like, I think it was, like, October 17th or something. So couple months got it a couple a little while before we get started with that i think we'll be in european qualifying of some sort yeah it was like that tournament right it was like a it was a it was a a bet it was like an eight team bracket with like a, a three you have to win three games and the winner of the the mini eight team tournament qualifies for europe so that's what we need to do and i think that's in like october so we have a, a couple of months for that Facts, facts. Um, so sick. Um, yeah, that's really it. I'm gonna before asking you guys about the billionaire sad predictions, uh, let's go into some conference league talk because uh I believe it's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow Pasfide will play Tottenham at home. Um, how do you guys see that going? Does Pasfide even have a chance? It just caught, came off an ugly three-nothing loss to Bo Vista of all people. Sam, what do you think, dude? Well, apparently Harry Kane's back for that game, or he's available for selection. So I feel no, like he, he wasn't gets... selected. I don't think he oh, was, was he not? No, oh, okay. I don't think he traveled. Well, I mean, I think if he was selected for that game, he'd be on the first bus to Man City. Like, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Speaking of, they they did beat Man City. To be fair, um, yeah, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say convincingly, but you know it it happened. Yeah. Uh, Pacos without without Pepe is is not the same Pacos we've seen before. So I I think it's probably going to be the Tottenham victory. Unfortunately, how about you, Chris? Does Pacos have a chance? Yeah, they got a shot. They've got a shot. I like that. I'm, I'm actually the, uh, fucking locomotive Plovdiv who tried to lower the crossbars when they played Tottenham in the Europa mm-hmm. League last season. And then they only lost like 3 <laughs> 1. Dude, I think that there's a shot, bro. Pasta's a good squad. They've got experienced left back. They've they've got some that's nice. That's the only reason he what he thinks they're gonna win is because then Julius. He won MVP. He yeah. won man of the match last game. Yeah, he, 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 little, it was little reported because they lost three nothing. But the man of the match for Pass was Enthune's, just so that you know. Was it actually? Yeah, I think it was voted by the fans. It was voted by the fans, <laughs> by the fans to be fair. <laughs> But I mean, how else are man of the matches determined? Usually, yeah, right? Chris voted like his sixty. Hands the guy who sixty burners account. Chris voted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I yeah, I was just rigging the Instagram poll. <laughs> Fuck yeah! So yeah, I think they got a shot. They just need to. They just need to, Is it in? It's in Portugal, right? The first game's in Portugal. Yeah. Yeah, they just got to go back to England with the chance. No mm-hmm. away goals. So, my only my worry my worry is uh, New Speed Sets because he knows the team, he's not going to take as much of a risk. So I think if it's any other, especially if it's an English manager, they're going there with reserve team players, and they're getting at least Pastor's at least getting a, a one-one draw or something like that. Yeah, but I don't think Nez, uh, New Speed Sets going to really uh, uh, risk it. I think he I think he'll respect Pastor's a little. At least, um, next game is actually not as much talked about, but I think is a very tough opponent for Santa Clara as well. Uh, they play in a uh, Partizan Belgrade, uh, Serbian um, juggernauts. I don't think they won the league last season. I think it was Red Star, but of course they're always amongst it. Uh, Santa Clara have a chance, boys. What do you think? They've been in good form, and I really liked uh, Carlos Junior's performances. I mean, he scored four in four in the Conference yeah. League already, two in two in Liga Buin. I, I think I have Santa Clara uh, if they all recovered from COVID, which I think they they will. Well, at least some of them will be. But um, I, I I give it to Santa Clara. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I have t- they're tough to bet against right now. Um, it's a big name partisan, but to be honest, they were kind of shit last season. I don't know how good they are this year. Um, but I mean, it's a tough away trip for both teams. So it's going to be tough. To, like, is it in Portugal? The first one? First game is in a Swift, yeah. Yeah. So I think they need, I think you need to, the, the home teams need to take advantage of the, of the, of their respective home games. So Santa Clara needs to win, you know, for sure. Needs to win this game. Yeah, yeah, I, I I think they'll win at home at least two. Like you guys are saying, they're in good form. I was just seeing here, yeah, Red Star Belgrade won the league, uh, so they had one away. Partizan had ninety five points, so 
and it's the Serbian league at the end of the day. So, uh, uh, anyways, let's jump into uh, uh, the Spartan game on Saturday, I believe it is, against uh, Bisad um, at home. Bisad, Bisad, who's coming off two losses, if I'm not mistaken. They lost their last game against Maritimo 2-1 at home, and they lost their first game, of course, to Porto 2-0 at Porto. Uh, Petit loves to uh, spoil the party. I feel Bisad loves to play against Sporting. Um, I'll start off with my prediction. I think we're we're just too much for them. Um, I'm gonna go with a three nil. Uh, Pot bags two and Paulinho bags another. How about you, Sam? Um, I'm just gonna update the prediction because I've got it open now. Can you just repeat yeah, yeah, your, um, your 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 guesses? Three nil, Sporting. Yeah. Pot two and Paulinho one. I did. We, you know what I realized we forgot to do last week too. We forgot to ask uh, Nando. Oh no! Asked we asked him in in the group chat. He, he did. Oh reply. my bad. Then I forgot to ask him. If you oh, in no, after no, this, no, we'll no. get out the table, and then I think I've put the predictions from last week in there in the group in the group chat as well. Um, okay, what I'll I'll say, um, I'm going to go two nil. I'm going to go with Pot because that is literally the easiest option you can choose for a goal scorer. And I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna go Ruben Vinagre as well. I, I have a feeling. <laughs> oh man, I like that. Yeah, two 0 That's what I'm gonna go for. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, I am gonna. I am going to go. I think I'm gonna go. Three one. Three one. I'm gonna I think is Caseda gonna play against us, do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think he probably will at this point. It's there's it's well it's Wednesday. It's basically Thursday there. Is he gonna be sold in the next like 24, 48 hours. I hope not, but fuck <laughs> it for the sake of this prediction. I'm going to have to just send it. So, Caseta with the bull, with the bonus sag goal. And uh, Pot pulling you. You did the Vinag wild card. I I'm going to hit one. you with the Kawats wild card. He's going to score, right? It's only a matter of time. You can't keep this guy off the score sheet for too many games in a row. Oh, Juicebox literally said that. Okay. I didn't even see that. So, yeah, Kawats <laughs> with the third sporting goal. Speaking of transfers, I just also want to say you guys – well, no, he didn't score. But you guys almost fucked me up a prediction if he did score because uh, I did predict last week that Francesi would score, and you guys had me convinced he was sold. So I was like, oh, okay, my bad. It was too much. <laughs> I did say fucking 2-1, man. Now he's sold. Now he's sold. <laughs> I, I was literally watching that today, and I, I just – Chris just goes – Oh, he's been sold, man. And that is, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> All right, do nothing. <laughs> guys, fuck me up. The mind games, I love it. <laughs> I literally thought he was sold, to be honest, to be fair. <laughs> no, to every, so did everybody else. So, it's, no. Uh, let me pull well, Caseta, with my luck, Caseta will be sold before we play them, so. Probably. Steph has been killing it with the predictions. He's, he has been killing it. Top of the league. Relegation uh, zone. What happens to the person who's relegated? <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Uh, they have to post an embarrassing photo of themselves on Twitter. 
<laughs> wear a big Fika jersey or something. Nah, because that image will just be on the internet. <laughs> circulating. Yeah, even if you delete it, it'll just, you'll get only the, one day. These Sporting 160 guys, man, these English guys, they're, yeah. they're not true, man. It's the second <laughs> one to come out with a big Fika jersey. You know? whoever, whoever gets relegated should have to come on the podcast to sing March of the Sporting from its <laughs> entirety. Yes. <laughs> as, the, as the intro. Yes. Yeah, I like that. Yes. I like that one. <laughs> All right, boys. So that's another podcast down the boat. Wait, we all predicted, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. That's another podcast down the drain, down the books thing. Thanks for everybody for joining us in the chase. Uh that's 121, by the way. Racking these guys up. Um, yeah, Spartan play Billinis. Uh, so we'll see you next week. Make sure to follow us on uh, Twitter, Spartan160 underscore EN. Uh, subscribe on YouTube, Spartan160 EN. Uh, what do we do on Spotify? You follow or some shit like that? Give us a follow on Spotify. You subscribe, I think. Subscribe, I think. Okay, cool. Subscribe, uh, whatever yeah, it is on Spotify. Download our podcast. I don't know if that does anything, but hey, man, download it. Listen to it on your off time when you're offline. Going for a nice jog or something. Um, OnlyFans coming soon. Um, TikTok now, that coming no, soon. now that there's no nudity, yeah, TikTok <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> have like a LinkedIn or something like that. Da, 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 da. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it's been real. We'll see you next week. And uh, as always, viva Sporting. Uh,